Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs> Welcome back. It is the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM, the Friday morning good time edition. Coming up in our final hour, our favorite picks in the NFL this weekend before the playoff picture is set. At 8.20, we are brothers in arms. After his Crimson Tide suffered a loss at the Rose Bowl, we will hear from P.J. Glasser and get his favorite plays as well. Plus, find out what the Dogster has planned for the weekend when he joins the show at 8.45. Chelsea, let's talk about a game of a different type. I'm talking about Tetris. There is a kid in Oklahoma. Did you play Tetris when you were a kid? You had to have. I think so. That's the one where the pieces fit together, correct? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I feel like even though it's an older game, everyone's played Tetris a little bit at some point or another. There is an Oklahoma teenager, and he has set the record by getting to the highest level ever on Tetris, and it's not close. A few years ago, the record was thought to be level 29, right? And nobody could get past 29. And then some player came along in 2010, some professional gamer named Thor Ackerlund and got to level 30. All right, awesome, level 30. This kid in Oklahoma, this teenager in 38 minutes, got to level 157. So he is all the rage right now because he broke the game. You don't get to the end of Tetris, and I learned all this yesterday. You don't get to the end and it says congratulations. You get to a point in the game where it just stops. They call it a kill screen. You go so far and the game just blanks or just freezes. And so he gets to level 157. And... That's it. It just stops. I watched the video of him breaking this record, and he's freaking out. He says he can't feel his fingers. He's 13 years old, Willis Gibson. And the crazy thing about this is is that they use this technique, and I'm not a gamer at all because this is on, 
like the original Nintendo, right? And instead of using the little joystick with your fingers, they have this technique called hyper tapping. And so they're actually tapping like the back of the controller because it controls the screen faster so they can make moves more quickly. It's, I mean, you can really get in the weeds with this. So now this kid is all over the place because he got farther than anyone has. And the only way to get this far before was using artificial intelligence. And this kid actually broke Tetris. It was crazy. My God, this is the nerdiest conversation we've had today. And I feel like no, we've not. had some nerdy ones. It's called hyper tapping. You should say this to people at the I bar know. and see what their reaction is. That's I do crazy. think it's interesting, but you know what's out in the year 2024 for me? Hearing stories about teenagers and children who do impressive <laughs> things. It makes me feel bad about myself and I don't want to hear it. When somebody's like, oh, this teenager graduated from Harvard. I don't care. That makes me feel bad about myself and like I'm doing nothing with my life. So I don't want to hear about it. So get that negativity out of here. You know what I love? And I didn't go into this story, but I saw some headline that some European broadcaster is in hot water because she was interviewing this kid and told him to go outside. <gasps> ah, go outside. Get some sunlight. Yeah. Touch grass. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Hey, walk outside for a second there, kid. Look at the sky. Read a book. I don't know what she said, but I'm sure it's some overreaction and, you know, it was said in good fun. But also at the same time, you know, maybe, maybe go outside and do, you know, have a little balance there. If you're on Tetris and you're getting to level 157, whatever it was, when you're beating artificial intelligence, I mean, that's remarkable. And also he's peaked at 13. What now? What now? Yeah, Down He's going to be here, like a buddy. child star. He's the next yes. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> he, he he beat Tetris. Now, you know, 10 years later, he's in a bar. You know, one time I um, I got this video on YouTube. I got to show you I beat Tetris. It's like, oh, God. Again, Willis, you've shown me this four times. You realize that. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, I broke the game. You want to do a shot? It's going to be <laughs> He's going to be partying. <laughs> See him on TMZ, and you will be talking about him on TMZ be. Live. Tetris Kid goes crazy with Bender in Hollywood. That's the headline hey, I want to read about. Those are the headlines make, that are in 2024. I'm going to make a promise to you right now. Next time, if there's a next time on TMZ, I will do my best to try to make a Tetris reference in whatever I talk about. I'll try to compare it to this kid playing Tetris. I don't know if I can work it out. And if it's too much of a stretch, I won't do it. But there might be a way to work it in. And that will be our little daily tip inside Inside joke. joke. Inside joke. Because I watched the clip yesterday. And the timing is always off. I don't know what's going on. They use Skype, which is weird. I figure they use Zoom. We don't have any issues when I'm at home with the audio video sync. But they always have issues. Regardless, I will record the audio for us next time I'm on off my TV. And maybe we can get a Tetris reference in. So that's going to be my goal the next time on TMZ. Our little quiet troll. What's the name of Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's new baby? Is it Tetris? Is Is it it Apple? (laughs) I don't know. Perfect. Perfect, Chelsea. Oh, you're giving me so many good ideas. That's absolutely perfect. Guys, let's pick some winners. Pick six. Pick six. 
six. <sighs> All right, let me stretch out here, get going. There you go, Double D, that's what I'm looking for. In a cold Foxborough winter, one coach will not go away. Like a roach in Chelsea's husband's apartment. Oh. Uh, you had to be here an hour ago to get that reference. Guys, do you think the Patriots are going to let Bill Belichick lose in his very likely final game in Foxborough? No, they are not. Whatever it takes. The Patriots, oh, they're not playing for anything? Yes, they are. They are playing to make sure their head coach goes out a winner. Who is starting for the Jets this weekend? Simeon? Trevor Simeon? Who cares? Zach Wilson era is over in New York, by the way. But let's just look at the numbers. The Jets have been so, so bad against the spread. In their last nine games, one and eight against the number. Now they go on the road to New England where the Patriots historically have dominated the Jets. They get one more win for Bill Belichick. Patriots, money line. Let's send out that Hall of Famer with one more hole in his sweatshirt. Minus 125. Yeah, it's a squad play. I'm on the Patriots yeah. money line as well. Here is the one stat you need to know. The Patriots have beaten the Jets 15 times in a row in the regular season. Bill Belichick has complete ownership over the Jets. So I think that's the case here. It's a home game for the Patriots. Like you said, I think this is the finale for Bill Belichick. So I'll be on the Patriots on the money line as well. Taking them minus 125 if you want to watch it. A 1 p.m. start in the East in Foxborough. Big six. Well, 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 what do we have here? Oh, I'm talking to you, Chi-Town. Bears plus three at the Packers. Someone break up the Bears. It's time to give Justin Fields some credit. He is playing really good football right now. In his last, what, five games, seven total touchdowns, three picks. Bears have won four of those games. And during that time, the Chicago defense has really galvanized, solidified themselves, allowing a little more than 15 points per game. Bears are also 8-6-2 against the number this season, fifth best in the NFL. But look at what they've done recently against the spread. Don't just look at Chicago and say, oh, this team isn't any good. They don't cover 6-1-1 one one against the spread in their last seven. Yes, the Packers are playing for a spot in the postseason, but Aaron Rodgers is not walking through that door. It's Jordan Love, who has been much better this season, but I like the way Chicago looks right now in a rivalry game. Bears plus three on the road at Lambeau. Well, even if Aaron Rodgers was there, there was a very similar situation when Aaron Rodgers was still there for the Packers and they didn't win a game like this. Just because a team needs to win a game to get in the postseason or, you know, improve their standing like the Packers do, does not mean that they will win. We saw that with the Packers with Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago when they needed to beat the Lions at home, and that was their ticket to the postseason. They lost that game outright. So I am far from trusting of this Packers team, but in their last three games as favorites, they've lost two of them outright. And if you look at the Bears in two of their last three games as, as uh, underdogs getting points, 
they've won two of those games outright. So I feel like this is a team that's trending in the right direction, despite having, quote, nothing to play for when it comes to the postseason. Justin Fields still certainly has something to play for. He is playing to solidify his status as the future quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Like you said, the defense is playing a lot better as of late. So I'll take the points with a scrappy Bears team, plus three if you want to watch. 425 Eastern kickoff on Sunday at Lambeau. Big six. Big six. Sunday night football. Well, 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 what are we going to do? Go Bills, for we are here to cheer for you. Go Bills, we are your fans so true. With victory in sight, we'll yell with all our might. So go Bills, fight Bills, go. Come on, let's win for Buffalo. Go Bills, we're with you, fight We're with you, fight Bills. We're with you. Let's win this game. We'll raise the ball. Bills minus two and a half, Bills baby. Oh, Marv Levy, 98 and going strong. I keep fading the Dolphins every week. They keep making me money. Well, they did last week. One week. Is Miami really a good football team? Seriously. They're an exciting football team. They can be an explosive football team. They are an overrated football team. One win. Ah, went a single win over a team with a winning record against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. I like the way the Bills are playing right now. They have won four straight games, going for five in a row. They're going for their fourth straight division title. They're the more physical team. And look at the injury report for the Dolphins. I mean, everyone is banged up. When I saw Eli Apple in the secondary last week, who's probably going to get some run this week, I thought, I'm going to fade Miami. This is a team that is just not healthy enough to hang with a Buffalo squad playing its best football of the season. I don't care that money is coming in on the fins. Bills minus two and a half against the Dolphins. Yeah, I think if all things were equal and the Dolphins were healthy, maybe I would have a different take here. But the Dolphins are limping into this game. Like you said, just about every big name is on the injury report this week. And even if they all play, which I would imagine Tua and company are going to play in this one, you know, it's a big game. It's a team that is limping into this one. And meanwhile, the Bills are one of the hottest teams in the NFL. So I like that pick as well. Uh, If you want to watch that one, like I said, Sunday night football game in Miami. Pick six. Pick six. And finally for me, let's go to the AFC North where I feel like underdogs are always worth a look. This is the most competitive division in football. So when you're giving me more than a field goal with the Baltimore Ravens at home against the Steelers, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the Ravens plus four. I know that some of the starters for the Ravens are not playing. We're not going to see Lamar Jackson in this game, but kind of like in Tetris, we don't have the same piece at quarterback, (laughs) but it is a similar piece that can still fill the same hole when you bring in Tyler Huntley. He is a quarterback that has a lot of similar traits to Lamar Jackson, a dual threat runner who I think can fill in quite nicely. Also has some experience under his belt. This is not his first start. So I like the Ravens here. They can't sit everybody. And plus, this is a Steelers team that I feel like shouldn't be trusted. Like, oh, Mason Rudolph's the answer. 
He's looked good in a couple games, but let's not go bananas here. I will take the four points with the Ravens. I think this is a field goal game. Ooh, Chelsea, good for you. I'm kind of like you. Tyler Huntley is good enough to guide this Ravens team, and ah, it's hard to put my trust in Pittsburgh. It is Saturday football. Yeah, we get it tomorrow starting at 440 in the East in Charm City. Chelsea, how are you feeling about your picks? Confident? Scale of 1 to 10, how mm. confident are you in your pick six? I might put one in my best bets, but definitely not oh. all three. It's the NFL. Okay. Like, I never feel that confident, especially week 18. I feel like it almost yeah. feels like week one, where a lot of chaos may be unfolding. Yeah, it's like the college football portal. Like, which guys are going to play, which guys aren't. So it's more of a roll of the dice. We'll find out what our best bets are here in moments. Coming up, enough with our picks. What does BetQL's PJ Glasser think about week 18 in the NFL? Find out next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. With Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. people i don't know if you've seen this but there is a woman here in northern virginia and the sleuths on tiktok have figured out that she's in the herndon area and she's known as the tiktok tunnel girl it's bizarre so for a while now she's been 22 feet below her home building a tunnel and I just think she's crazy because at first she said, I'm building basically a, a place for a storm, right? Like I just want sort of a shelter for a storm. And I thought, well, that doesn't make any common sense. If you live in the DC, Virginia area, yeah, we have storms. It's not like we're in the middle of tornado alley. Do you really need a storm shelter? And now she's given different accounts where she said, well, it's not really a storm shelter. It's just tunnels. And I just need something to do in my spare time. And one day I'd like to build a castle. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so you're just crazy then. And now the neighbors are getting nervous. And the city has basically stopped her from building these tunnels because they're worried about the structural integrity of the neighborhood of her own home, other homes, and then she admitted, oh, I did have a small fire I had to put out. Why in the world are you building a tunnel? Bill, am I wrong? Is there any real good reason for this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of the story. It's I'm, bizarre, right? Yeah, I know the area. Obviously, I was just out in Reston yesterday, but... Um, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, and there's no logical explanation for it other than she's insane she's insane she's messing with the neighborhood and she's doing it because people on tiktok follow her 
and like what she's doing and want to see her progress. I can't wait yeah, because until she I think builds she's her crazy. castle. She's crazy. Like, if somebody is crazy, they will watch on TikTok. It's not because they are championing her cause. They are saying, oh, my God, this is like a human mole. Like, aren't moles the things that dig tunnels? Like, maybe yeah. she wants to be like a rodent in real life. But what's the other explanation? She just likes digging tunnels. Can she just, you know, get a job as a tunnel digger? There has to be some real world implication of this other than her just wasting her time on TikTok. Like, these are the people we choose to make famous. I'm so disgusted with social media and people. It's the worst. She has, she has more than half a million followers. Oh my God. All the while, the ground on top of her is about to collapse and the neighbor's homes are probably gonna collapse and she's not doing it for any real good reason. When you finally say, maybe I'll build a castle, you might be crazy. Build that castle, oh. young lady. Lordy. Let's maybe This has to be the worst neighbor, right? Can you imagine yes. this girl being your neighbor? And you're like, listen, my neighbor's crazy. And you're like, oh, we've heard this one before. No, literally, she's crazy. She's literally digging tunnels. Is she a yes. basset hound? No, she just <laughs> loves tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> the world needs ditch diggers. You find your profession, milady. It's right there in front of you. You got to grab hold of it. Let's try to grab some winners of PJ Glasser. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. You know him as the host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. You can also check him out on Sunday from 12 to 4 in the East as co-host of Sunday's Bets. It is PJ Glasser. PJ, good to see your face. I know it was a tough loss for Bama, just like I had a tough loss with Texas down to Sugar Bowl, but... I'm hoping at the very least you had a great time out there in Pasadena because as far as settings go in college football, that's about as good as it gets. It is, Jenks. It is. It's the best. Uh, just walking up to the stadium, I mean, as you guys know, like every stadium is either downtown or, you know, there's there's a roof over top, right, for some of the NFL stadiums or whatever it is. Really, the only stadiums you get like a great skyline is in baseball where some of them you get to see skylines of a city or, you know, out in San Francisco, you get a bay. Some of them are built on the water. But that one up in the mountains there and then when the sun goes down in the second half, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. They do jam you into that place. I mean, you're sitting next to people and you really don't have too mm -hmm. much room to move. But uh, no, it was uh, it was an awesome time. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center 
Twitter anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah, I would say I'm feeling sorry for you, but I'm not. How many national championships does Alabama have? Like, I'm sorry. My team lost in the Pop-Tarts Bowl to the backup quarterback of Kansas State. So I'm sorry, PJ. Not a whole lot of sympathy is going to be extended from me. But, you know, that's how I am. Uh, If we're on the topic of college football, can I skip ahead and ask your take on Michigan and Washington? Because here on the Daily Tip, we're pretty much split down the middle. We have proponents of Michigan, and we have staunch proponents of Washington as well. Where do you land in the national title game? You know, it's so funny. You guys know me. I'm a narrative better, and I keep going back and forth on the narrative. I'm like, you know, the Pac-12, obviously, this is the last year. Do we have a national champion, or is it the year of the hardball? We get Jim in college. We get John in the NFL. Like, what's going to happen? <sighs> I think Michigan's the best team in the country. I really do. And this this game, it, it's really so simple. What the key is, is can Washington's pass protection hold up against Michigan's defensive line, right? If Michael Penix has time, Washington's going to be able to make plays. Alabama had no passing threat in that entire game. Obviously, the center didn't help a great deal with his low snaps, and it's been like that all year. But, I mean, even so, Bama's O-line, which has been really good all season, just could not, didn't have any answer for Michigan's pass rush. So, if Washington is able to protect, they have a great shot in this game. I don't know if they'll be able to. I also think that Michigan's offense is going to be able to wear Washington down, and that's what they've been doing all year with their run game and McCarthy makes just enough plays at the end for them to win. So I'm laying the four and a half with Michigan. I think they get it done. I wasn't sure how good they were just because they haven't played the best schedule. And, you know, outside of Penn state and Ohio state, we really haven't seen them against a good team. So I, uh, I was really impressed with them against Bama. They were the better team. I think they are the best team in college football and I think they win. So I like, uh, I like Michigan minus four and a half. Well, Thanks. let me ask you this, PJ, you because, sorry, I was thinking about his analysis and how it was in line with mine, and I was like, yes, yes, and then I got in the zone. So <laughs> how much of this has to do, because I've said this before, and maybe I'm wrong, how much of this has to do with the people being on Washington? And maybe this is an unfair question because I, I'm with the Wolverines as well. Double D and I have gone back and forth here. Does any of this have to do with the fact that when you watch Michigan play, it's not necessarily a thrilling or exciting brand of football compared to Washington because obviously when you have Penix and those receivers they can light up the scoreboard and there's there's a thrill to watching that offense whereas Michigan just wants to punch you in the mouth and I think that goes into how we perceive these teams I agree I agree Jenks and it like Washington I have compared them to TCU all season and it's just it's played out that way they're undefeated nobody's truly given them their respect there's a lot of games that they could have lost but they've won then they get to the semifinal round people are kind of still doubting them and then now that they beat texas it feels like people are finally all in on washington and they're like you know what we've been doubting this team all year 
All they continue to do is win. The stats out there with Kellen DeBoer as a head coach, as an underdog, are just insane. He's played nine ranked teams since he's been at Washington. They've won all nine. He's never lost as an underdog. Like in these spots, you just bet Washington. It's what you do. But this is a different animal they're going up against in Michigan. I don't know if they've played. I know they haven't played a team with this combination of defense and then on the other side, an O-line that can control their defense and keep Washington's offense on the sideline. So Washington's been so good as a dog. You know, Oregon was 10-point favorites against them. They beat them. They were four-point dogs against Texas. They beat them. They're on a roll right now. I think people really like Michael Penix. They obviously haven't gotten a chance to watch him because he plays out on the West Coast. But now that they have, they're like, that's the kind of quarterback, that's the kind of offense that can win a title game. I just, Michigan, man, their line of scrimmage, their D-line and their O-line, the way that they control the game, I think ends up being the difference. So uh, I like Michigan. Certainly wouldn't surprise me, though, if Washington ends up winning. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see a cover from Washington because I like them getting the points just because it feels like they're a team that is built to play from behind. You know, a great passing attack that can score at will very quickly. So we'll see how it plays out. Let's go to the NFL because I did want to get your take on the Ravens this week. There is a matchup between the Steelers and the Ravens. The game doesn't mean basically anything for the Ravens, but it's still a divisional matchup. The Ravens getting four points in this one. How do you feel about Tyler Huntley and the Ravens this week? I like him this week, Chelsea, plus the points. I do. In Ravens-Steelers games, guys, if you're getting a home dog over three, you just take you take the home dog. It's just what you do in this rivalry. really doesn't matter who's playing. I've seen Charlie Batch go into Baltimore and win this game before. I've seen, <laughs> you know, backup quarterbacks win. RG3 beat the Steelers back in 2019. Like, even though the Ravens arrested a bunch of guys, they're still 6-2 and two as underdogs when Lamar doesn't play against the spread. So this very easily could be one of those games where they win by three. And all the pressure is on the Steelers in this game, right? Steelers have to win. They need some help if they want to make the playoffs. Baltimore is kind of playing with house money. Very similar to 2019 when these two teams played. Baltimore had wrapped up the one seed. The Steelers needed to win. They needed some help. And the Ravens ended up beating them outright. I think there's a chance that could happen again on Saturday, but I certainly like the Ravens plus the points. I've just seen too many Steelers-Ravens games to know that when the spread is over three and you're getting points with the home dog, you just take the home dog. I'm talking with P.J. Glasser, the host of Send It In. Check it out today at 1 o'clock in the East. We are both on Bill Belichick and the Patriots this weekend in Foxborough hosting the Jets. But are you with us or against us? Oh, oh I love the Patriots, Jenks. Love them. Yeah. Probably my favorite bet of the week on the money line. We don't talk enough about just how much the Pats have dominated the Jets. Guys, they've won 15 straight games against the Jets. Even more so than that, they've won 23 of their last 25 regular season games against the Jets. The only two wins the Jets have during that span have come in overtime. New York has not beaten the Patriots in regulation since 2010. Guys, it's 2024. It's been a long time since the Jets have beaten the Patriots in a regular season game. In regulation, probably Belichick's last game. I think the Patriots are going to send him out the right way. Last week, we were talking about Wyoming and Craig Bowl, and that was his last game, and his players want to set him off the right way. They end up made a little sweaty, but they end up getting there with the win. I think the Patriots do the same thing. So I like the Pats on the money line this week. 
All right, we're a little tight on time, so I'm going to skip over Bucks panthers because I personally don't care about that game. But I do care about the Bills and the Dolphins. I would love to hear your take on that game. It's going to be a good game, Chelsea. Personally, I'm not betting this game until I know what happens in the other games, right? I can't remember a time where we come into a game and a team who could legitimately win the Super Bowl could end up being the two seed or could uh, end up missing the playoffs entirely. And that's what Buffalo faces this weekend. If either the Steelers or the Jags lose, the Bills clinch a playoff spot. And if that's the case, I like Buffalo in the game. However, if both the Steelers and the Jags win and the Bills need to win for them to make the playoffs, then I like the Dolphins in the game. Because I feel I feel like if the Bills know heading into the game that they've already clinched the playoff spot, it's going to change just their mentality a little bit. It's going to change how they call the game. They play a little looser, a little more free. Just knowing that, all right, we're in the playoffs and now we're playing for the division. Whereas if they go into that game knowing it's a must win and they have to win to make the postseason, I think they're more aggressive. It changes the way they use Josh Allen and all these different things. So if that's a must win game for Buffalo, I like the Bills. If the Bills know they're in the playoffs and they're just playing for the division, I like the Dolphins. Um, I do think the Steelers, I think the Steelers and the Jags are going to win. So I'm leaning towards Buffalo in the game, but uh, I would I would wait until we know what happens before before I bet that game. Check him out as co-host of Sunday's Bets every Sunday from 12 to 4 in the East. Also host of Send It In each and every weekday at 1 o'clock. Does a fantastic job in the East on the BetQL Network. It is PJ Glasser. PJ, we always appreciate the time. Thank you, my friend. Good seeing you guys. Have a great weekend. You too. Chelsea, no empathy at all. Where is your empathy? I just feel like you're not being empathetic enough towards PJ and his Rose Bowl. Oh, all those national championships. How's he ever going to cope? He can cry into all of the national title rings that Nick Saban has given to the Tide. No sympathy here. (laughs) Coming up, time to wrap up a successful week with a few more winners. We will give it a shot along with a visit from the Donkster. It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. Stay on it. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back on a Friday, the Friday morning good time edition. The Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. Best Bats coming up. We'll maybe talk with the Donkster as well. Chelsea, what's going on this weekend? What are your plans? I'm still figuring out what I'm going to do. I'm about to open up my second Red Bull, so it's going to be a hell of a day for this guy. What's going on there in Nashville? Well, hopefully I'll get a nap. Maybe I'll go to the gym. Whoa. I'll probably take Blake to the playground. It's going to be a banner day. Like, it's January the 5th. I just feel like this is the grind time where you're just working out. You're trying to be better for yourself, but there's nothing really to look forward to. 
other than like big games in the NFL and the national title game, I've made it abundantly clear that I hate the month of January. It's cold outside and people were talking about, oh, the East Coast might be getting some snow this weekend. Not here. We get rainy and 43 degrees, which is the worst. If it's going to be cold, I want it to snow. None of this 43 degrees and raining nonsense. So it's dreary season here in Tennessee. Well, Chelsea, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know what I'm going to do today. I have no idea. I have no idea. Can't figure it out because the lovely Catherine is sick. She's on a dry January kick. So that's one thing. Ugh. And in number two, she's not feeling well. So I have a feeling we're just going to take it easy today, I feel like. I think you should go all out. If she's doing dry January, you should do sopping wet January, where you drink heavily <laughs> while she is not drinking. Because somebody's got to drink for two. It's like when you're pregnant and you're like, I'm eating for two. You need to go to bars and say, I'm drinking for two. Oh, that's a good idea. That way I can just double my pleasure. One in each hand. It's not my fault. Somebody's got to pick up the slack here, and it's going to be me. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, John Daigle from 444 and BetSperts will join the crew and talk about Week 18 in the NFL. If you missed our chat with BetQL's PJ Glasser, who dropped his favorite NFL picks of the weekend, you got to check out the pod, download, and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Chelsea, let's do it and give the people some winners. Time to place your bets. What do you got for us? All right, so this is the consolation best bet since the books are cowards and they have not posted any props on DeAndre Hopkins, who has $1.25 million on the line in player contract incentives. I would love to bet on his props. But since there is no number posted right now, we will go to New England. We will be taking the Patriots on the money line, minus 125 against the New York Jets. The Patriots have absolutely dominated the New York Jets in this recent stretch. They have 15 straight wins, and that's what we're doing here. We're just taking the Patriots to win straight up. This could be the last home game for Bill Belichick. And here's the thing about the Patriots. They have been playing a little bit better as of late. They kept it close with the Bills. They've had a win or a push in four straight games coming into this uh, matchup against the Jets. And then you look at the Jets. They've covered a total of one game in their last Eight. So I think I'll be taking the Patriots on the money line to continue this epic win streak of a New York. Oh, you know what? I am with you. It is squad play time, baby. I'm on the Patriots as well. What do you need to say here? PJ likes it. I like it. You like it. They are not going to lose to the New York football Jets, a Jets team that has really, really struggled against the spread one and eight against the number in their last nine. They never win in New England. So when you say the Patriots don't have anything to play for, yes, they do. They are playing for their Hall of Fame head coach, and this sets up perfectly for him to go out with a win and then quietly part ways with the Patriots during the offseason. The old man gets a win in his final game in Foxborough, and it's a cheap price as well. Patriots, money line, minus 125. Let's win together, Chelsea. Squad play, shaking hands emoji. 
We need this, Patriots. Do not let us down one final time. Can we get a win for Bill Belichick? All right, now it's time to bring in the third member of our Best Bets crew, the Magic 8-Ball. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? Yeah, yeah. A-Ball, we know you're amazing. You have your intro. Jenks, you didn't bring me back a voodoo doll. That was your homework Whoa. for New Orleans. You didn't bring me back a voodoo doll to replace the A-Ball. Uh, well, I'll tell you something. We did buy a voodoo doll. The lovely oh, Catherine bought one. Did. She, uh, oh, she loves voodoo. We went to three different stores. She was looking and she found a voodoo doll that was about love and happiness, no matter what we go oh. through. So she bought that voodoo. I know. Love I and know. happiness? It was cute though. Hey, it's better than, hey, let's worship the devil together. <laughs> Isn't you that know? the point of a voodoo doll is to inflict pain on people? She could have been using this for the Jets this weekend for both of our, you know, support. <laughs> and she's not, she's not a team player and she's doing dry January. Catherine, ugh, get yourself back I in our know. good graces or my I good know. graces. I guess you're in Jenks's. <laughs> All right, A-Ball, <laughs> what do you have to say about our squad play on the Patriots on the money line against the Jets? A-Ball says signs point to yes. I think the A-Ball heard he might be replaced and he was like, all right, let's be positive. Yep. He's like, okay, 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 whatever, guys. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. If you want to check out the eight ball, if you want to shout out each and every show on a BetQL network, it is easy to do. Just go to twitch.tv slash BetQL, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, we got a little time here before we bring in Double D to give us his monster parlay for the weekend. Do you have a lean for us that we should know about? I just want to play DeAndre Hopkins props. That's all I'm asking. And nobody has posted it. It's Friday. What are we doing? (laughs) We're getting there, Chelsea. It's early. It's still 849 in the East. I'm sure it'll be posted shortly. Then you can get it on your D-Hop prop. But you've been on that all show long. Yeah, so I'm waiting for them to post that. Once they do, I will play that. Okay, very good. I do have one hockey pick, just a lean tonight. I'm not going to play it because I like my Patriots money line pick. But if you're looking at the card tonight, take a look at Blackhawks Devils over six and a half. The Devils have been scoring at an astronomical rate. And also, you've got a goaltender in Vitek Vanacek who has struggled this season, not quite having the season he did last year, and also a backup in net for the Blackhawks. Blackhawks don't score a lot, but I do think we see a lot of goals tonight between Jersey and Chicago. All right. You know him. You love him. Let's bring in that big guy. It's time to get crazy with Double D's college football D-Gen Parlay. Not so much college football this week. Only got one game unless I wanted to go to the FCS championship. But we are going a straight money line parlay here. We got Steelers money line over the Ravens. We've got the Lions over the Vikings. Buccaneers over over the Panthers. Uh, Cowboys over Commanders. Eagles over Giants. Bears over Packers. Bills over Dolphins, and yes, I am doing it. The Washington Huskies will be crowned the national champions on Monday by beating the Michigan Wolverines. Total odds 49 to 1. Wager $5. You win yourself a nice, healthy $250. Let's go. 
Let's go, 49 to 1, baby. Woo! When's the last time you won a parlay, Double D? You play parlays all the time. Last night. <laughs> How many teams was it? Oh, it was a big one. I took all the major all the major uh, favorites in college basketball last night, 10 points or more, and just put them all in a parlay and won about uh, $35. Oh, very nice. Right. Very nice, my friend. All right, that's great. Good luck tonight and this weekend on your huge Moneyline Parlay. Let's do your BetQL five-star best bet for insight, analysis, historical trends, and more five-star best bets. You can download the BetQL app. All right, Doxter, this is your time, buddy. Let's go ahead and hear what you've got to say. Good morning, everyone. I'm four and two this week. That means I'm in my bag. Oh, oh no. Don't ever again, Doxter. All right, just please. We got to get to Paul. Please just give us your picks. Okay, Dad. Clippers at Pelicans, over 229. Timberwolves at Rockets. I'm taking the Rockets at home, plus three and a half. Okay. Thank you, Doxter. I see you're drinking your coffee. I'm way too excited this morning. Let's find out what's coming up next on BetQO Daily and bring in Paul Aspen. Paul, good morning to you. What's going on? Morning, guys. So we got a couple of our, couple of our regular guests, but John Daigle going to come on and talk about all the props we should be targeting, whether some of them will be incentive-based or not. And then Aaron Schatz from FTN, the originator of DVOA, but also going to talk. He's a voter. Uh, going to talk some like awards, kind of how like defensive rookie comeback. I am uh, one of the few that are very invested in DeMar Hamlin. I know there's a lot of talk about other candidates out there, but I am team Hamlin. Uh, and that's the other awards. Maybe Puka can make a shout out offensive rookie of the year. But uh, log, I did hear about your Patriots money line bet as I was coming on. Uh-huh. I want to be there with you guys. Okay. Does Bill do the, like my only hesitation is that does Bill do the crafts of solid? Like, all right. We'll, we'll give this up at the end for the draft pick. That's my only hesitation. No. Bill Belichick no? is not doing that. I don't think so. He's already doing them a solid by, like, bowing out at the end of the year, right? Like, how much does he need to do for them? Like, go kick rocks is what I would say. Okay. I mean, it is the Jets. <laughs> There's this whole history with the Jets. Like, I, I think he's yeah. going to win that game. I just that – was, that was my only hesitation. Another money line – Situation I was looking at was the Seahawks, who I hate. I've been back at the Seahawks on and off this year. But against the Cardinals, like the two and a half, the three kind of gives me hesitation. But thinking like Cardinals want to lose that game. Gannon's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. Yeah. They want that draft pick. So like I'm not going to lay the points, but like minus 140, minus 145. I think that's that's a play. But you guys Looking have a great forward to hearing more on the show, Paul. Hey, thanks for being with us. That's going to do it for this edition of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Stay fit and humble. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.